Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. episode of the Music from the Goddesses Vault podcast. I'm your host, Midnight Star. What you heard was Spring is Returning by Kiva. I sure hope it is. I'm getting sick and tired of winter already here in Canada. There is one good news that I have to share with you all. This podcast is now on the Rupert app. 
Rupert is spelt R-O-O-P-O-R. You can download this app on both the Apple and Google Play stores. This is another one of those shows where I have nothing much to say about the topic. Why? Because in bulk is coming up. I can't wait for spring to finally come. I've been holed up in my work and home because of winter. I can only come out when I have to shop for groceries and now just rituals. I'm still doing my own shadow work, which I'll explain in a later show. Plus, I will try my best to find new things to say about in bulk. For now, let's listen to Hecate's Wheel with In Bulk Eve. that I found out about in bulk. It's a holiday that has a variety of names depending on the culture and location. Here are two examples. In ancient Egyptian times, February 2nd was the Feast of Newt. This holiday is also the goddess's Newt's birthday. In the Egyptian Book of the Dead, Newt is the mother figure to the sun god Ra, and she is typically portrayed as a nude woman covered in stars above her husband Geb, the earth god. In pre-Christian Gaelic Ireland, in bulk was called Ovel, I hope that I pronounced that right, which translated means ewes milk. It's time before the end of winter when the ewes are nursing their newborn lambs. Of course, after St. Patrick converted all the Irish to Christianity, in bulk was changed to St. Brigid's Day, named after the goddess Brigid. 
Here's a song about Brigid by Cornelius.
for the spirit guide of the week. Impulk is not the only holiday that is coming up. So in honor of Groundhog's Day, today's spirit guide is the groundhog. Total animal groundhog is the symbol of loyalty, balance, generosity, and happiness. They also symbolize boundaries and hard work in your life. Now, if you're having trouble with setting boundaries, it's best to communicate those limits with someone. But it's not just your own boundaries that one has to respect, but that of others. As for hard work, well, it's good in order to reach your goals because you'll be rewarded in the end. So call on Spirit Animal Groundhog for that. The groundhog is also a symbol of family and community. If that is your spirit animal, that means that you show big interest in the people around you. If your totem animal is the groundhog, it means that you have an interest in the cycles of birth, death, and rebirth. It could also be that you are going through an initiation of sorts in a situation where there is a change which results in a new sense of self. And spirit animal groundhog is also telling you to go on a retreat for some time to rest and relax. That is it for now. Stay tuned for another Spirit Guide of the Week.
That was The Circle is Underground by Silver Moon. I'm going to change the topic just for this segment. Why? Well, when you listen to this, it's already been two weeks. I just posted an article on a pagan Facebook group that has been getting a lot of comments. It's also on the Music from the Goddesses Vault podcast Facebook page and on Twitter at Goddess Vault. So you might have to scroll down until you find the title, Cambridge Mayball Accused by Pagan Student of Belittling Her Religion. This article is from the telegraph.co.uk. It's about someone who is taking paganism way too seriously. For those of you who are loyal listeners, you may remember that I did an episode where I talked about a guy who didn't want his kid to get the chickenpox vaccine because it was against its pagan beliefs. I also mentioned that this guy wants everyone to think that all pagans think the same way as he does. But he is wrong. Don't you hate it when someone takes a religion way too seriously? I think that's why some of you pagans out there became pagans in the first place. It is because of the people who are taking Christianity, Judaism, or any of the mainstream religions way too seriously as well. But guess what? Paganism is no exception. This article talks about this pagan girl who is offended by the Cambridge Mayball, saying, and I quote the article here, I think it's pretty grim to use any religion's festivals as an excuse for a bunch of students to get drunk. All I can say to this girl is thanks for ruining the fun for the rest of us. I love it when non-pagans celebrate something like the summer solstice with us. It's not just a pagan-only thing. And by the way, pagans also get drunk. We've been getting drunk since we first started agriculture. In a previous episode, I did mention that the real reason behind the advent of agriculture is so that our ancestors can get drunk. And the reason for this drunkenness was the belief that they can achieve an altered state of consciousness. And alcohol was also used as medicine back then. Of course, nowadays we know that's not true and it doesn't cure anything. This reminds me of a personal story. I do remember my very first coven. It was a play that a friend of mine put on about celebrating Zeus's birthday. There was wine that was being served, but hardly anybody in the coven drank it. I didn't, and I had a lot of fun. After that, I went home by public transit and at one stop encountered a bunch of drunken young people who just saw a hockey game. That ruined my fun. But I didn't go up to those people and say, don't do this. The truth is, though, you don't necessarily need alcohol to have a good time. So this girl from the article should just chill and let other people have their fun. You can read the article on Twitter at Goddess Vault and on Facebook. 
Here's Dandelion Wine by Blackmore's Night. Dandelion 
Here's a dream symbol to interpret. This next dream symbol has many different ways of interpreting it. I am only going to touch on a few of them, so you might have to Google cars and dreams to find out more. Yes, today's dream symbol is cars. To dream that you are driving a car symbolizes your ambition and ability to navigate from one stage of life to the next. If you dreamt that you sat in the passenger seat of a car, it means that you are taking a passive role in life. If you are sitting in the back seat of a car in your dreams, that means that you are putting yourself down and allowing other people to take over in your real life. To dream that a car is moving and no one is in it, it's letting you know that you need to reassess your level of control in a situation in your life. If you dreamed that your car is stolen, means that your identity is being stripped away because of the loss of a job or a relationship or other changes in your life. To dream that you are driving a new car, it's letting you know that you are headed towards a new goal or direction. To see a parked car in your dreams symbolizes the need to turn your energies around and focus elsewhere. And to dream that you forgot or can't find where you parked your car means that you are unhappy or dissatisfied with an aspect of your waking life. That is it for this week's dream symbol. If you want a dream for me to interpret and maybe have a dream symbol featured, the contact information will be mentioned at the end of the show. So keep dreaming.
meditation. Again, I'm waiting for you guys to help me out with future meditations. If you have an MP3, my contact information is at the end of the show. I also keep on forgetting to mention, if you're driving machinery, please do not listen to this next segment. This next meditation comes from erinsjournal.com and it's called Guided Meditation for Brigand. We begin the meditation with relaxation. Stretch and move around until you are comfortable. Sit or lie down and close your eyes. Now breathe in deeply through your nose and slowly exhale through the mouth three times. Let your muscles relax. Feel them settling against each other. Imagine your feet turn to stone. They should feel as heavy as granite. Imagine your ankles turning to stone. Your legs are starting to feel like great rocks sitting softly in the earth. Let them turn to stone too. The stone moves up to your hips and you feel settled. The weight of the body is turning to stone. Feel it settle and relax. Let it go. The weight of your body no longer tugs at you. Let it go. Your arms turn to stone and rest like fallen branches on the earth. As your shoulders, neck and head turn to stone, you realize that you are one. You are stone and solid. There is only peace and darkness. The darkness seems to go forward. There is a depth that you reach out to. You touch it with your mind and the darkness seems to clear. As things begin to focus, you squint your eyes and find yourself in a snow-covered forest. You feel no cold and yet the trees are bedecked in icicles. There is no sound but that of your own breath. There is no wind. The very air seems to have frozen. When you stand up and look around and don't see any sign from which way you came. The only footprints are the ones you are making now as the snow crunches beneath your feet. You reach down and pick up a powdery handful of snow. It melts in your hand and feels slightly cold. You drop the snow and brush it off on your legs. The sky is overcast in a soft gray way and it seems to be getting on toward dusk. 
there is a path a few yards ahead, so you make your way towards it. It is not much wider than a deer trail, but it is better than stumbling over rocks and logs hidden by the snow. As you walk along the path, you still notice the odd silence around you. The sky seems to have gotten a bit darker, and you walk more quickly down the path. Low stones seem to be placed at the sides of the path and grow in size as the paths wind along the larger rocks. You reach a stone outcropping that surrounds the path on both sides. It gets higher and higher until it reaches far over your head. Bluish-green icicles hang from its edge and down its sides like a frozen waterfall. As you stop to admire it, you have the oddest feeling that you are being watched. You listen and again hear nothing. Off in the distance, though, you could have sworn that you heard a tinkling, like chimes blowing in the wind. You thought to yourself, maybe I am imagining things, and move onward. The path now winds down a hill. It zigzags along a dried river bed. At its bottom, there is a boulder balanced on five stones. You notice that there is no snow covering its top and what looks like a small flame, like a candle's. You're startled when it moves in mid-air. It comes towards you and hovers. Every time you move towards it, it moves with you and stays just out of reach. The flame then moves on the embarkment and dances over it. It looks almost as its stone steps had been placed on its side. You climb up it, and as you peer over the edge, you see a great forest. The trees seem to be as ancient as they are large. Their bark is gnarled and looks somewhat like giants reaching up to the sky. The flames grab your attention again as it fits over a sunken path in the snow. It still matches your pace step for step. As you look directly at it, it seems to change colors to a soft yellow. It has grown in size as well. At first it has been a small flame, and now it is as large as your fist. You follow it to an immense briar patch. Then the flame suddenly bursts forth like a blossom and then fades before your eyes. You reach the air where it was, and it feels very warm. The briars are the first bit of green you have seen in this lonely forest. You notice that its spurs are very real. As one grabs at your clothes, peering through the tangle, you can just make out light on the other side. Looking down, you see an opening large enough to fit under. There is definitely light coming from the other end. Curious, you decide to investigate. The snow from its branches falls onto you as you push through. As you wipe the snow from your face, you see a beautiful young woman dressed in a white tunic. Her hair is long and as red as the sunset. Small fires like the one that led you here hover above you in a circle around the briars. The briars are fully leafed and their blackberries shine like dark purple garnets. The light of the flames play across her exquisite features, 
She begins humming to herself. Sitting beside a frozen pond, she reaches out to it and it melts at her touch. Then she looks directly at you. Her green eyes are deep and hold your full attention so well that you hardly notice her talking. I've been waiting. Not too many make it this far or try at all. Ah, you must be tired and thirsty after your travel. Here, sit beside me and have a drink. She pulls out a goblet from behind her, dips it into the water, and offers it to you. She smiles and said, Go ahead, it'll make you feel better. The strain in your legs from the long walk leaves and you feel a warm glow run through your body. All of your senses feel alive and sharp. Don't speak, I know why you are here, even though you do not know yet. You did very well, child. You bristle at the word child, and she smiles. She continues, you are all children to me, newborn buds on a great oak and songbirds in the sky. I was here long before you could ever be. I am Brigid, but do you even know yet who you are? She seems to notice your confused look and then points to the pond. Look into the water and you see both our reflections, don't you? Through me, you will see your true self. Realize dreams that you have never dreamt and songs that have yet to be sung. All the arts are mine, as thread is to be spun. It is up to you to weave. I am the fire of inspiration. If you need to look for me, I shall not be any farther away than your own heart. She looks at the pond again as it starts to frost over and says, Brave one, it is time for you to go. Do not forget the time that you have spent here. I will be watching. Affectionately, she places her hands on your cheek and with a tear in her eye, she whispers, Too well. You find yourself in the darkness again. There is light at its end. You walk your way to its end and it feels very familiar. Let your eyes open. You are back in the room. This is not the end, but a new beginning.
was Spring in Mind by The Green Man. Before that, you heard Kellyanna with She Moved Through the Fair. It's the end of the show. Again, I'm your host, Midnight Star. Aside from Roper, you can now find the Music from the Goddesses Vault podcast now on the iHeartRadio app. If you have any suggestions or comments, or you just want to like and share, you can do so on the Music from the Goddesses Vault podcast Facebook page, tweet me at Goddess Vault, through Spreaker, iTunes, Podomatic, SoundCloud, or wherever you hear this podcast. I'm going to leave you with In Bulk by Elisa M. Welch. Blessed be. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. 
Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.